I'm Alex Lloyd, I'm a tattoo artist and the owner of Davey Studios, and welcome back to a 21st century tattoo. Dolph, thanks for sitting down with us today. Thanks, man. No, it is. Thanks to you. Thanks yeah, to you. no, yeah, it's good. It. It's, uh, it's nice to meet you. Nice to actually come down to your new shop as well. Let's kick this off. Let's get going. I'm going to go, go straight in at the deep end. What I want to know really with you is kind of why tattooing? Why are we here? Like, how did you get, how did you get here? I think like a lot of people, I think, um, well, especially when I moved to London, the pr the prices of tattoos compared to France were quite crazy. And I've got tattooed by France a lot, you know, when I was 17. So for me, tattooing the, the tattoo industry was like tattooing from home, being like skaters, like city rats, you know what I mean? Like mm. just getting fucked up, getting tattoos and not really paying or like paying attention to like the craft really itself. So I moved to London and I was like, I need to get tattooed, but I don't have, have any money, right? So I was like, I need to find a way and I didn't know what to do. My friend was like, hey man, should we get a tattoo machine? Like we could buy some cheap kits online on eBay. Yeah, That's the thing, like everyone started like that, right? You just want to practice, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can so, go and do that now, can't you? You can go online and just yeah, buy, exactly, just buy exactly. a kit. And that was like six, seven years ago. And I bought a kit and we did like some tattoos in my bedroom at the beginning. I stopped and then five years ago, I was like, dude, that was like, that was kind of interesting. And I was needed, I needed like a new direction in life and I needed something more creative. You know, in London, everyone's creative. Everyone does something of themselves. Everyone is, um, is an entrepreneur of like on their own way with like their own passion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, what do I like? Because I love skateboarding, but the money was not really coming in. So I was like, how can I do it? And someone was like, well, like someone asked me to teach them how to tattoo. And I was like, I don't really know how to tattoo. But the guy was like ready to pay me and to like show him. And I was like, fuck, I could make money out of it, you know? Okay. So it kind of started like this, which is actually horrible to say, but the money actually drove, like, drove me to it. You know, like I was like, oh, I could make money and do something I love which is like the perfect combination, right? It's like do something you love, you make money. So yeah, I started again, pick up the machine. No art background, nothing. I just literally did the smallest, the simplest uh, drawing at the beginning of simplest tattoos and picked up like, yeah, picked up like that, you know, like yeah. every day, something compared to skateboarding. I compare always and I always say I compare this to skateboarding because it's something that that I loved and I could do every day, like nonstop, you know. Without it so, feeling like it's work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you love it. So it's not work. It's like I'm tattooing every day and then at the end I could possibly make money. Mm. So it's like a really sustainable lifestyle. You know, you like you do something you love every day, plus you get paid. So you keep you can like pay your rent every day. So yeah, yeah, the beginning yeah. was really hard. So the beginning it was like actually really low money, you know. What I mean, it's it. I was a premises crutcher, so it's like yeah, no yeah. no skills, no no art background, no skills, nothing. They don't know how to set up a machine properly. So I all learned from YouTube. Um, and Wait, inclu including like actually like artistically, I presume you must. Oh have, yeah, you, yeah. Must, you must have studied that. No, 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 no. Art background, man. I was a skater and like just doing having fun. But I was always creative because I was like a hustling since really young. I'd always find a creative way to like make money or or just have a lifestyle that suits me. Yeah, I don't like to work hard. Do you know what I mean because I've got so many passions. I'm like I'm I'm a lover boy. I love everything. So. Working hard is taking me away from all the stuff I love. Yeah. And tattooing was like regrouping, skateboarding, creation, my friends. Mm. It was like being in the industry, in the, in the community, sorry, and having fun, plus making money. I was like, this is like the best part of yeah, man. Of, of a job I've, I've never I've never looked for, never found before. 
so yeah i started like um to tattoo a lot and then i understood to get in the industry like seriously to take it seriously you need to find an apprenticeship right it was like yeah. a time whatever like my surroundings were like you need to find an apprenticeship so yeah so i googled i look youtubes and i got closer to like big artists to know how to do it mm. and yeah it was like deleting my instagram start a portfolio start drawing learn how to draw and it was like okay, i have to do a portfolio so i had to learn how to draw but like i was so passionate that i really drew like for six months every day before work after work break like, yeah non-stop because you loved it dude because i loved it and it was i was so like i'm gonna make this my life like this is like the best job i could never ever like walk like out of it it's like i have to do it, it has to be me you know i mean it's like I've been good at school, but the studies never interested me. I was always like, why does study that? Like, do you know I mean, I went to like, I got three diplomats, so like I've been to school quite a lot, but I could never follow. I could never follow. At some point I was getting bored. Do you know what mm. I mean, nothing interesting. But when I had this, I was like, dude, I bought like millions of book of references, Google every day, like YouTube, like you end up like studying like a maniac, right? Mm. Just one purpose to be an apprentice. Yeah. And then this study, as you know, you never stop. Like we study tattooing, we study the design, the craft, we study like needles, we study everything. Yeah. And that was my school. You Bro, know, I'm like, a, I don't know if you're like anything like me. I'm like a, I'm like a tattoo nerd. You know, yeah, I've yeah, tried researching. We all every, are, man. Yeah. yeah. Every tattoo artist are massive nerds. I feel like, like if you're not, then there's something wrong. You're probably you're not, not, you're not in the right you're career. No, you need to know. Like Kendrick Lamar said that, like, why is it so good? It's because he's, he's studied rap. Mm. He's studied rap. He's like, you need to know everything to be the best. Yeah. You need to know everything to be the best. I was talking to like one of the artists that work here. And he's really like, he started, but he's really hard on himself, you know? And I say to him, you can only be hard on yourself if you look at the best tattoos online. Like, you know what's the goal, and until your goal, until your tattoos are not that good, yeah. you can only be hard, because this is the thing, like, we all look, we all study so much, you know, like, it's always on it. We're always on it. It's like mm -hmm. nonstop, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Even now, it's like, we're gonna talk about tattoos. Like, we know, we need to know, we need to know what you think, what I think. And that's, yeah, that's, bro, that's, that's, that's studying right now you know what I mean it's yeah like, man yeah. it's learning do you know what I mean I've exactly. got like we never stop learning I think the moment you feel like you've exactly. you've learned it all then mm -hmm. yeah you know it's, that's a big mistake and, and that kind of strive and that like yearning to learn more is like you said is going to drive you to that next level exactly I mean how long have you been tattooing? You can already see, like, you're, I've, I've followed you for a while. You can see your progression in the work is crazy. And Thanks. to hear from you that maybe you didn't study it is quite, like, shocking because I, mm. I you, you kind of have that, you must just have that innate talent. I mean, you talked that you were kind of bought a tattoo machine and, and was kind of experimenting with that with friends. Take me back a little bit and so I can kind of understand. <laughs> I mean, how old were you back then? Kind of, you're um, from France. It was yeah, like was it? five years ago, so... 30 minus 525 um it's like an age excuse me um an age that you can't have to start making money do you know what i mean it's like you i mean you of course but like yeah. it's like okay I've, i need a job right now it's time to get serious you know? yeah yeah exactly it's yeah. time to like get a nice flat get you know like make money basically and and yeah the love of it was just like it was perfect combination of like best job best life it's a lifestyle you know what i mean and for me it's the same as, as as skateboarding it's a lifestyle like i love it and and nothing nothing could break this love of like making money with something you enjoy yeah do you know what i mean it's like you could do i mean i hate talking about money all the time but it's like you can't do something you love every day without making money 
you need to like sustain sustain yeah. yourself with a sort of job right of so course if you combine, combine both it's like the perfect yeah perfect i always mix. say like you spend uh, 70 80 percent of your life like working so yeah, yeah exactly it makes absolutely no sense to me to spend exactly. that time doing something that is not Ex investing exactly. in your future exactly. and is not exactly something which makes you feel intrinsically exactly. happy yeah exactly of course yeah, bro. That's what it's about, man. Where Where are you from originally? Obviously, I've got the French accent. Yeah, so uh, mainly south of France. I was I was born in Marseille. I grew up in the Basque country. Grew up in the Caribbean, where I'm from, where my dad's from, and bordered as well. I did my teenagers. Mm. But yeah, the longest place I live is actually London now. I lived there for eleven years, and yeah, Bordeaux was like the teenagers was like when you remember, like when you like drinking and like all this bullshit, like teenagers. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, 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 of course. So yeah, so. I'm pretty much from London, I think. So, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I've, I've, I've grew up here. Pretty this much. is you. You're not going. You're staying here now. Yeah, I mean, business is here now. So um, I'm seeing myself definitely like trying to move. Like I traveled a lot. So um, this is what tattooing was the best part as well. Tattooing is is traveling. You know, guesting anywhere, meeting people around. So London is always going to be my base. But with tattooing, I have the opportunity to work anywhere else, mm. which is like a crazy fucking plus in this in this industry to like be able to travel with it you know yeah of course 100 so, percent. Um, so i definitely yeah london is my base but yeah of course i'm french and i see myself worldwide this is why the name of the studio is saint patrie it's um it's the meaning for me the meaning in french means no nation so you're someone that's not patriotic right okay and what i see behind this or the meaning for me is that Anyone that's patriot now kind of an idiot to me, you know. It's like it means you've never seen the world. The world is such a beautiful place. You can't love your own country because every country is kind of wrong at the moment. Every government ah, are wrong. Okay. But a place like London or the way a place like my mind or your mind is everywhere, right? Yeah. So Saint Patrice is like I don't have a nation, I'm worldwide. And this is why I'm like I'm French, I'm English, I don't care. I'm like yeah. I'm from the world, you know, I'm Bro, I'm mixed race as well. So it's like it's a, max, a mix, of, um, mix of cultures, so like, yeah. Best like, of everything in one. I yeah, feel exactly. like like London is is like the multicultural capital of the world, you know? Like yeah, we, yeah, yeah. It's the center of it's the center of Europe, at least. For sure. I mean? But which is almost center of the world. Like, it's one of the cities the most visited, you know? So, um, you definitely you pre have all prefer the cultures. preference over Paris, then? <sighs> yeah. Paris. What's the tattoo scene like in Paris? It's good. I mean, it's good. It's, uh, Paris is like, it's, it's hard to pick for French people. Everyone, every French people that are not from Paris hate Paris. Yeah. Because it's where you have the worst French people. It's like people- are Worst not, drivers. Worst drivers. <laughs> like the mentality is like, everyone is, 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 is not happy, grumpy. It's a weird place. It's a beautiful city. You know, it's actually the top one uh, visited place in the world. Mm. But there's so much negativity into it that, makes me not enjoy i've been touching there a few times but it's always i don't know it's always a lot of um backwards mentality yeah it's kind of really old-fashioned okay so it's quite insular yeah exactly you know and and especially like in the tattoo industry for me it's i go away from like this old mentality that we separated ourselves from you know mm. so when you go back there it's always like some people complaining in tattoo studios like if you're not happy I mean, you have the best job, right? You can do what the fuck you want every day. Live of your like we talk about love of oh, tattooing, yeah, right? man. And those guys still complain. I'm like, I don't want this. And when you go to Paris, it's always like some shit chance. So it's it's my experience. I don't want to say it's over like like that for everyone, but no, I hear that. And to be honest with you, it kind of it annoys me when I when I hear like artists that are in such a fortunate position, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
taking it for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially nowadays when it's become so popular, there are so many people who would kill for an apprenticeship. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you've got this amazing life. Amazing life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? To be able exactly. to do this like for a job is, and like, don't waste it. Yeah. And then I don't know if they're blind. They can't see that. They can't see how much potential and how much chance, how much privileges to have yeah. you know what I mean it's like, like sure. we see it because I mean I started from nothing so like first it's like I can do what I want I can do what I love and get paid like how can I be angry at this it's like and I do it with my friends I do it like I become popular like my life got 10 times better mm. 20 times when I see someone complaining I'm like what was wrong They're like well if you complain if you have a problem there's always a solution. Do you know what I mean? In school, like you learn fucking. Yeah. That's what you. I tell you, you what, that's easy, easier said than done, though, because I'm guilty Hell of that. Like I, I sometimes I. It all just gets on top of you, you know, and mm. like, especially when you're running and managing a shop. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. very things get blown out of proportion. Yeah, you, know? you definitely need. This is why you need. Like when you, if you have a problem, as I say, here's a solution. So if you get too caught up on like too much work give away the work, find a manager. Like, do you know what I mean? There's always, if there was a problem, there's a solution. Mm. Always. There's not even, it's not easy to say there is. Just make it work, sit down, think about it. Like, what do you complain? Ask about it. Talk to people. Do you know what I mean? Like, try to, to find a solution. Yeah. There's like so much, anytime that I have a problem, I have a solution. I have to find it. Because I don't like to feel like, I don't know, like stressed, anxious. Mm. It's horrible to have problems, right? So, of course. straight away, you have to be like, Okay, let's sit down. What's wrong? How can I fix it? Who can I talk to to help it? So there's always a way, you know what mm. I mean? And especially in, in tattooing, I mean, we work in a community and we all do the same stuff. So clearly your problem, someone else had it. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like you have people to bounce off in the industry when you do come across these problems? Of course, of course. I mean, if it's an industry or not, this is why I love London because everyone works for themselves. Do you know what I mean? So when I had a problem in in with the money, for example, like the accounting, I asked someone else. Everyone, like the accounts that I've got, it's like an agency that is from um, a uh, girl called Hannah Marshall, amazing creative director. And she gave me agency, you know? And like, I talked to them, they never had a tattoo artist, but then, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's not got nothing with tattooing, but if I have a problem and I wanted a good accountant, I ask someone, and someone else give it to me. You know, it's like you don't have to like ask people in your industry yeah. because in your industry there's a lot of people that probably have the same. So it could be like I'd, I have people, but everyone's got people. Too. I mean, you have people. Everyone does it. You know, mm. so so yeah, you just have to ask. And social media. When I asked for the accountants, it was on social medias. I asked yeah. on Instagram, who's got a good accountant? Boom. Bro, we have like the world at our fingertips. You know, that's it. Every time I got a problem, like I need a carpenter. Who's got a carpenter? Do you know what I mean? I it's always the way. Yeah, yeah. It used to be Facebook, and now it's just bang a story on Instagram. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And like, um, I think I did something today, like asking for asking for exactly. Um, Sound engineer. Yeah, of course. And I had tons of people get back to me. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, it's nice to know that kind of people are out there and wanting to help. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised people want to help. I was never like just like a like um like how do you say that? like a people person, you know? But since I've been receiving so much help yeah. in the studio and I mean, in my career of tattooing, I'm like, I want to give away because it's actually like, this is when you feel like you're part of a community. Yeah. Do you know, when you get the help, like, which is beautiful, this love, like you just want to give it back, so. It's good, yeah, that, it's you good that you have that mentality. I don't think everyone has that mentality, you know? Some people are just climbing their way to the top and they don't care who they get step on, you know? Yeah. So once you get there to kind of give back, I mm. think is, 
very important. Yeah, I mean, how could you not want to give back when people help you to go up? Mm. I mean, it's like even those people that help you out, you're gonna have to help them. Like it's just common sense or yeah, it's kindness, you know. Like of course. give back the kindness. It's the thing. If people that get caught up in problems, it's different mentality, you know. It's different mindset. But I always try to share this positive mindset of like, be, you you're gonna be helped. Help, you know. It's karma. It's mm. simple karma. Of like, course, it mindset, is. you know. One hundred percent. So yeah, share the love for sure. Talking about helping out and sharing the love you know mm -hmm. i think that kind of leads quite nicely onto an apprenticeship and i guess i want to know how you ended up with your apprenticeship and maybe i know you maybe have an apprentice at the moment or a couple of apprentices actually, yeah. um tell me a bit more about that about mine yeah we're gonna start with mine yeah basically as i said at the beginning i was like i wanted to get in industry so i had to get a portfolio to find an apprenticeship so i had this um this tattoo artist helping me out to find an apprenticeship and work on a portfolio dropped my, my my portfolio to different studios got one did like maybe five six months uh it wasn't for me wasn't for them i just need i'm someone that's near the grind i need to grind i need to keep working yeah, could and you not do that there because i just need to do it mm. i just need to do it and they taught me a lot the, the hygiene as i was starting from home so the hygiene was like <laughs> super terrible so that taught me like a lot that you know what you need to do with the machines with the hygiene with the health and safety to be able to like go back to like doing myself mm. then like a few months later like sombler called me i mean called me maxine from somebody wanted me to guess but and then just you know the the, the the job came after that okay so that's how you ended up there then yeah exactly right. you know because um i mean maxime maxime is always like a visionary you know and he's always been good at finding talents and i think you see that sombler is a successful business just because of this man you know i mean he's got like such good approach of of the industry of any industry you know it's a good businessman so yeah so it took me from like the underground like i was touching from home and he was like hey man do you want to guest at sombler as i'm actually coming already because the manager already invited me so it was like perfect i was yeah. i could tell they wanted me there so and it's just some things happen in life you know it's meant to be exactly it's always like that you know i mean so like help yourself and the world will help you yes yeah. you know what i mean um so yeah like love given and now i have to give it back first i didn't want to but then I had a studio and I was like, Do you know what, actually, like so many people asked me for help, asked me for advice. And I saw that I kind of knew a lot more than some people, of course, mm. do you know what I mean? And I was like, I could share it. And then more I was sharing it, the more I had artists here, the more I was thinking, God, I kind of, actually, actually I want an apprentice just to talk, to teach someone from the beginning, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like artists will know some stuff and then they will not listen for everything. And I was kind of like, I want to teach someone from the beginning, from teach scratch. them right, yeah, from yeah. scratch, and then nurture them. I kind of, yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. I feel like um, when you take people on who have started out a little bit, there's a exactly. lot of bad habits, isn't there? Exactly, for that's, sure. That's uh, there's a lot of different ways to tattoo, but there's mm. definitely the wrong way. Yeah, and yeah. Some exactly. people, particularly, not not that there's anything necessarily wrong with teaching yourself, because I think mm -hmm. with the resources now, yeah. Um, it's it's an avenue that can be explored, mm -hmm. but I don't think there's any um, substitute for a proper apprenticeship and kind of starting from scratch. Exactly, or well, it's not even like to be honest, the apprentices. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't have to tell them like everything, especially with drawing. Like I took people that are really good at drawing, so the only thing I have to teach them is pretty much how the industry works, health and safety, the machine, the needles, how it works, 
and they're not they're good at drawing so they just go straight away yeah and nowadays i'm pretty good with social media so i'm gonna like teach them with this as well and i think when an artist as you said is already used with some bad habits and they're caught up in this like they, they, they think it's right and you can't really tell them it's wrong you just have to show them the good example right yeah and um they don't look at it they don't really listen to it it's like okay it's still they do it but like it takes a while mm. once like you teach them from the beginning it's so much easier and also it's like it makes me feel so good to like see some see the progress yeah exactly you know and it's it's it's, it's really interesting to have happen to see i go i was gonna get one only but then it was like two two applications that were like so good and i was like i can't i can't let him go the other one i was like i'm gonna take both you know? are they both at the same stage now yeah how like, far they have like two weeks uh, two weeks um from each from each one to which two weeks two weeks apart sorry apart, yeah so pretty much like two months two months in so far two months yeah, yeah, yeah. are you where are they up to with that are they kind of i've got a plan for the apprenticeship i don't want to do like a conventional like oh i don't i don't tell you when you're going to start tattooing do you know what i mean they're, they're they're hungry and i was hungry as well they're really good at drawing they're like really amazing artists um so yeah the the plan i was going to have is like to make them do a flash it's to basically create a portfolio the tattoo portfolio with flash mm. and once they do 50 50 flashed and I'm going to tattoo fake skin. Yeah. And then when I started doing fake skin and I can reproduce the tattoos, the drawings. To that level. To that level. On fake skin. Then you're going to start having clients. Yeah. I mean, it's the best way to do it. And it's probably exactly. the only way. I mean, yeah. you know just as well, like fake skin, uh, synthetic skin is, yeah. is still nothing like the real thing. Yeah, and you yeah. kind of, where's that line when mm. it's like, right, now's the time to get on, on real skin. onto real skin, tattooing yeah. yourself, you know, maybe tattooing your exactly. mentor. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like, because only, I feel like only at that point mm -hmm. do you really start learning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The beginning is literally using the machine, right, on the fake skin, and then understanding how to how to whip, how to pack, and also the fake skin. To be honest, is is quite good because it's really thin layer, mm. so you don't have to go really deeper than that. No. Otherwise, you'll be blowing up the, the 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 skin, right? So I think if they can reproduce exactly the tattoo, their drawings on fake skin, it's perfect because they will know to not go too deep. They will know it's like especially fine line. It's like Course, yeah, it's yeah, delicate, yeah. right? So they're not going to dig in. No. So if they if they can reproduce it perfectly, then I will start tattooing. Yeah, by the time they're in real yeah. skin, they know what they And hopefully doing. it's like a year, in a year time, they'll be tattooing. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. like proper tattooing. And like both of them, they're so good that it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want, I didn't want to take someone, especially at the beginning of the studio, I didn't want to take someone that I would have to teach her to draw as well, because it would be so much, it would be really long. I have to be able to like, make sure that these guys in a year time, they're gonna be like tattooing, you know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. And like, you, as at the beginning of a studio, I don't think you can like risk to teach someone too much. Like, you need you need help, right? The beginning of a, of, a, of, a, of an entrepreneur, of the bit of an of a business story. Yeah. So I didn't want to choose someone that I was gonna help too much and take too much of my time. So I didn't need someone that I'm sure they're gonna be able to like work pretty mm. soon. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean, so how do you? how do you manage that how do you kind of manage i guess your time tattooing mm. along with your personal time mm -hmm. along with making sure the shop the standard of the shop is where it needs to be along mm. with teaching an apprentice how do you find that balance how do you manage to to, so to at achieve the same that? time like i don't have time off like even on the days man i'm doing reels i'm doing instagram mm. and i'm texting the videographer to do some editings to apprentice when they're here i'm like yeah, just watch me like I'm going there, they draw next to me, so I'm telling them what to do. Like there's always, I I do all really like one by one, but like I finish one, I do the next one and the next one and the next one, and I really never 
stop. Yeah. Like I'm At always all. on it. Nah, like literally like never stop. I went on the days, my people are like, oh, you're gonna, you can't wait to turn off your phone. I'm like, turning off my phone? Like, it doesn't like exist, man. No. <laughs> That's impossible. I would hate it. I'd feel like I was like- No, I'm gonna miss out. I'm gonna miss for like massive FOMO. FOMO, you saying? FOMO, man. Like I can't do it. I mean, just because I love what I do. So I'm not like, the, the hardest part is to really tattoo and do all of that. Yeah. I mean, this is what I told you. Now nah, I got ten days off. I'm, I'm in. I'm here today. I was like trying to find some like furnitures for the studio. So I'm on it. But when I work, when I tattoo, you can't do anything else. Like your brain works for seven hours because I got a management and I can like tell them what to do. That's the only thing you need to find the way that I actually really do it in an easier way. Now that I've got a studio, is to have like a team. Yeah. You need to be able to find the right people. That I understand what uh, my vision is, and that I understand how the studio should run. So you so, can focus solely. So I can on... focus, and I just say, "Hey, dude, like this needs to be done. This needs to be ordered. Um, you guys need to clean this. You need to." It's just like having people around you that will do the little tasks that I can't do. Mm. That's really important. I mean, no studio can run just with um, just one guy. You know, like you need a team yeah. fully. Yeah, it will. Uh, it will. Yeah, it will run a dry pretty quick. I think. Yeah, oh, there's sure. no way. Like, I mean, I can't tattoo five days a week and manage the studio. That's like impossible. Yeah. Like I need to manage myself. I've got like seven artists. I can't like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's impossible. Yeah. I got like a really good um, automated system as well for bookings. Compared to other studio, I think it really helps. It's all online, it's all calendars. So our like clients um, can go on, on the Google calendar, on Google calendar, on a calendar, yeah. which is your day days, you know? Oh, okay, so, so they that, can that makes it really easy. Give them a bit of control. It's like an automated system, so that for them, for the management as well, it's like less work. They just have to like send like the emails forward to the artist. Yeah. So that makes it easy. Was well, it like almost like a consultate, like a consultation form almost? Do you do submission? Yeah, submission form. They say like it's quite detailed. You know, I can show it to you later. And it's um, yeah, so submission form with like all the requests, the skin tones as well, so we're not surprised. So we can have photo references uploaded, yeah, and as much detail possible, details as possible. And then the, the studio received that. And then the manager know the artist that will correspond to this Fine, request. And kind of filter and then filter it. And then the artist take care of it. And yeah. then the artist send to the automated calendar. So the, the client just choose their appointments. Yeah. And they can reschedule, move everything. So actually we we just talk about the design with clients. And take the pressure. Which makes it easier. Yeah, it takes so much pressure. Do you know what I feel like listening to that? I feel like that kind of highlights how important a manager is. So important. You must have a very talented manager. How did you come how did you find them? Funny story, funny story. Um he basically when I moved from Sombra, right, he did a trial there to be the manager. <laughs> mm. Um and he was overqualified, so he didn't get a job because he was like meant to be assistant manager. Yeah. And uh, the actual manager there was like, oh, he's, he's too qualified. He's going to be bored. And I was like, well, he's a French guy, met him in a party. I'm in a party, in a, in a, yeah, in a party. Um, and he's really nice. And I'm opening a studio, as you know, so like do money for like, do a trial with him. Yeah. And Thursday, he was like on point. Since the first day, the first day I worked here, he came for an interview. Boom, works That's straight it. away, works straight away. Just got on like Yeah, yeah. He, was, he just got a, the common sense. He knows everything. He knows how to manage. He didn't know much about the industry, but that's easy to learn. Mm. The most important part for a manager is to be able to manage and knowing what to do. Because he's like on accounting 
on orders, on replying to clients, yeah. being polite, being like receptive, you know, like you need mm. someone. There's a lot of a lot of skills and, and sort of of that skills, are required man. for a it, lot. for sure. It's yeah. definitely not for everyone. Exactly. I feel like as an artist, when you start opening a shop, you kind of take that role on as well. So yeah, exactly. Good. Exactly. I've always it's been good. good with like, you know, talking to clients and taking bookings. So like I just pretty much tell him how to do everything in the industry and then mm. that's easy. But yeah, the management is super important. And the apprentices help as well. Because the way they learn like health and safety is by doing the stations and like cleaning the machines and do you know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we did it and then yeah, you know course. that you learn so much just by watching it and helping out. Oh mate, 100%. So, like I don't know yeah. how I would have, how I would get, I've got to where I've got whether if I hadn't have gone through that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I learned a tradi quite a traditional apprenticeship on coil mm -hmm. machines and like scrubbing tips and yeah. like pipe cleaners and like hours. I worked in like a walk-in shop where it was <laughs> yeah. like, 10 pounds tattoos yeah, bro yeah. i was working in there for like a few months uh, one summer and it was like the pile of grips at the oh, end of the day bro shit, yeah, sometimes yeah. i'd come in and they'd be out from in from over the weekend yeah, yeah. 250 300 grips and then i'd have to be banging them all through the autoclave yeah, you know yeah. oh man honestly i wouldn't wish that on any apprentice now yeah no i think there's i think that's pretty much gone unless you're like in a trad shop but now with cartridges, like you don't do it anymore. Yeah, which, I mean, it's like changes it's like, changes yeah. the game. Yeah, so much, especially for them. Yeah, <laughs> for tell me about it. Um, tell me about like cartridges and the equipment maybe that you use. Like I know that you've like got a couple of you're supported by. Is it Emala? Emala, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really amazing actually. Um, I was um yeah I was approached by them like a lot of people, but I didn't doubt. I just like hey, you want to send me some stuff for free? Mm. I'm down. I got a YouTube channel. I got following. I will. I will definitely share. Like I would. If you have me, as I said, I will help you. You know. Yeah. And uh, they ended up to be amazing needles. Like super tight. The tight three is the best needles I've ever tried. I need to cartridges. try them. I need to they're try. They're actually them. amazing. And I made them. Everyone tried the studio, and everyone's like, "Oh wow, they're the, they're the tightest three. So yeah. when you do fine line, it's like it's heaven. You know. And you so, you prefer that maybe over a single? I do lines with single, and I shade with three. Yeah, same. For like the peppery, I do use like mags or like bird pin needles a bit bigger to like, you know, if you Depending wanna, on, yeah, getting some saturation. Piece, in. You know yeah, I mean, like, yeah, needles are like brushes. I always compare that to brushes. It's like, if you want to do, I don't know, point, like, I don't know, I don't even know the, the terms in English, but if you want to do a painting, use many type of brush mm. and same thing with tattooing. Yeah, you Depending don't just the use tattoo, one thing. You're going to use different needles compared to the tattoo, you know. Yeah, man, so, for yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. What do you use? Oh, I mean, I'm kind of flitting between stuff at the moment. Like I've I've gone through. I've tried a few bits. I'm kind of like Magic Moons at the moment. Mm -hmm. I kind of find for the price they're really good and they kind of tend to be quite sharp. Yeah. I use like bug pin threes spe mm -hmm. specifically for like pepper shading. I do yeah. a lot of single needle lines. Nice. I feel like even though our styles are very different, mm -hmm. they're also quite similar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Where does your style necessarily derive from? I mean, the French prison style tattooing, would you say it kind of has a bit of that inspiration? I've been tattooed. I think the aesthetic that I have in my mind has always been the same since really young. So I love churches. I love um, every imagery that I like old fashioned. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. so I brought like, I love architecture, all architecture. So I brought all of these when I started drawing we were like hatching because I didn't know how to draw right so I was doing hatching because it was the easiest lines ah. so like little demons little angels and you know there's so much reference for this kind of type of like the real classical stuff yeah exactly so I started going with these because it was easy and I didn't know how to do drawings I didn't know how to do portraits or like shade I didn't even know how to shade you know so um, I didn't understand the light I didn't understand like anything of like shapes 
So I started it's with crazy, like really, it's really. Crazy. It's crazy to hear that, like after looking at your stuff, you know. It's funny, right? It's just because that's the thing. It's like I started really, and I think this is what I want to do with these apprentices. And I'd really not to draw us. It's not a problem, but I could tell them the flows and how to make it right as a tattoo. Yeah. And I knew I could see so many people with fucked up tattoos because they try to do something they can't do. Hmm. Why would you try to do something on someone's skin forever that you can't do? What are you bad at it? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you can't do lines, then practice your lines, make them right. Yeah. If you can't do lines, then just do shading. Yeah. If you can't do portraits, don't do portraits. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, the beginning, I was doing only what I could. But I always loved, like, as I say, like, in, like uh, churches, like cathedrals. So, like, all these drawings that's in there, they're quite complex. But so I, I tried to understand the light and how the design works. So, like, the hatching became dots. Then I understood the lights coming from one way. The shadows on the other side. So I started like improving my drawings, improving my tattoos, and bit by bit. And this is why it was bold at the beginning, and now it's super fine line because I'm trying to push the more realistic possible. Yeah. Because I'm learning still to draw kind of thing. You know, it's like crazy. So fine. like, so like I'm refining my work. This is why it turned into fine line. It's just the only reason. Yeah. It's refining it more... to turn to fine. You know, what I mean, like. Yeah. It's more intricate. So true. Yeah. yeah. Kind of taking it away from that traditional stuff, like that real bold line. Yeah. Exactly. Like I the, traditional is ignorant, right? Because like I mean, traditional is ignorant. You know, the tried tattoos is like. It's stylized. It's not. It's yeah. Not yeah. Really. It's ignorant for real. And um, yeah, so the beginning was like that. And then the more I wanted to like, okay, the face actually works like this. So then you go like that and you put the shadows and then, oh, if every realism doesn't have lines, so then you're going to refine your lines to yeah. make it like, do you know what I mean? And yeah, of course. Do, it's more like a sketching with a pencil now. That's what my study is. It's like really like single needles, there's outlines, which is the pencil. And then I use like a three to like put it darker, like with a pen, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I compare my style to sketching a lot. Even nice. if it's clean, it's like a lot like drawing, you know. Mm, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's cool, man. I love that style. Always have. I kind yeah. love collecting it. Some of the tattoos that I've had, like I've had a lot of the traditional stuff. Mm. It's only very recently I feel like this kind of style has become a lot more prevalent, you know. Um, talk yeah, me through some of your your tattoos. Yeah, my tattoos are definitely not what I do. Like, this, this is the thing. Like, as I said at the beginning, I was um, getting tattooed by friends a lot at home. So most of my tattoos are super ignorant and just like oh, party tattoos, house tattoos. Yeah. But I have one taste and I always have the same taste. So like all my chest, all my body is religious, mm. crosses, sacred heart, uh, cherubs, churches, Mary, Jesus, snake. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, that's are, you, what, are you religious? No, at all. No, at all. You know? Just so appreciate just, I like, I appreciate the art. I appreciate the, that's, that's the, that's our culture. The European, like Western culture is, coming from that you know if you're japanese then you got all this like all that art like mm. for us is is pretty much christianity that started art i mean do you know i mean like in a way no, no, i don't want to say too much bullshit like but no 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 it's the christianity true. art was shown for us for like centuries so um yeah that's kind of my culture that i had you know like yeah for sure that iconography is so that's that's a lot of that is in, yeah is in the yeah UK. i could identify myself just because i was like yeah exactly exactly so many churches so i could it's the art that since since I was really young and I always find it so beautiful. So I was attracted to try to do that like mm, naturally because it was what was around you. Yeah, exactly. You can tell like French prison tattoos if you look if you look and think of the way they were doing the tattoos and the quality of the tattoos, they were trying their best. It looks ignorant, yeah, but they're still doing woman portraits with like broken glass and 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 burned rubber. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And it's still a portrait. So it's crazy. These guys stuff. were trying. Yeah, exactly. It looks ignorant. But they're trying. They were doing really well, 
Yeah. So if you have like the equipment that we have, you kind of do the same but better. Yeah. So tattoos sure. I have and tattoos that I was in France by like French prisoners, it's the same. Mm. Like the beautiful woman, the beautiful Marie, whatever. This is like yeah. it's the same but better. It's well done. But you see the composition of like Russian prison tattoos, French prison tattoos, or like you know nineteenth, then twentieth century of like European tattoos. The, the way the placement that were made, you know, like so the compositions. I use a lot of that. You know, use a lot of uh, Japanese composition. So I'm trying to mix all these animals with like this, you know, a bit more like Western tattoos. I'm trying to mix these two together. Yeah. So like that's my direction in in, in tattooing. Yeah, it's cool. It's different. It's got its own style. It's 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 unique. You know, um, I, it's definitely an inspiration for my work for sure. Um, who who maybe for you is your biggest inspiration? Would you say like tattoo artists or just so generally in life? So many people, man. So many people. Like a lot of people that I met through the years as well. I think um, I think he evolved so much. And any time that someone does something amazing, it's an inspiration. Like people ask me, oh, what's my books? What's how do I find imaginations or inspirations? I'm like, just look around. Mm. I fucking stand on Instagram three hours, seven hours a day, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and every time I find something cool, so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna try that. Because also it's like, I don't know how to, I didn't know how to draw, so I've learned how to draw by watching people. Yeah. I've, so actually, I've learned how to tattoo more than drawing. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I actually tattooed more than I drew in my life. So I'm watching her tattoos, I'm watching her, everyone's work that I appreciate, and there's so much out there, right? So my inspiration is the industry. Mm. I'm inspired by everyone. Like there's other no, people, yeah. And yeah, the there's artists. so many. There's so many amazing artists. You know, like I mean, and when I started fine line, it was a lot of like Ruby, Ed Tamed, uh, Spider, Smeek, uh, Clay Gibson. Yeah, we all know them. The, the, yeah, yeah, the OGs yeah. of the of the fine line. You know, so like definitely like everyone else in fine line. They 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 they, they started it with the Instagram. You know, I think before that, there was before them there were other people. Yeah, but for a lot of us, they're like the the protagonist, let's mm. say. <laughs> I, I guess, you know, I guess that kind of like um, brings me on to what I kind of wanted to ask you about social media. Mm -hmm. I know you run a YouTube channel um, and you obviously got a, quite a big following on socials. How important is that? Obviously, we know for sourcing work and kind mm. of, I find myself just looking through some of the artists, like the Korean artists and some of the, the Russians and Ukrainians. It's yeah. just crazy. It's mind-blowing stuff. Crazy. I like finish a day of tattooing and then I'll go mm. on Instagram and I'll go, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, my tattoo is so good. It's like, And how... you're funny, like, that's terrible, actually. Like, I'm, it's like what am I doing? I'm going to give up. Like, yeah, you look exactly. at that stuff and you think, how are they managing to achieve that? So on one side, it's so good because it's a motivator. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? To kind of achieve more. Mm -hmm. Like, how important is social media maybe for you getting your bookings? How much do you rely on it's socials? It's everything. Um, as I say, I was starting from home. All my book I've never done walkings in my life. So it's all through social media. I think for me, at the beginning, everyone was like saying, oh, for social media, it's fake. People are fake on it. To me, I just see it as I show what I do. Yeah. And I do a lot. So this is why I'm good at it because I do a lot. So I have two things to post. I'm passionate with a lot of things. So, you know, YouTube was like an, an opportunity to like show people my personality, um, some lifestyle, some trick tips. There's always something like some tutorials. It was like more interacting with with my following. Okay. And Rather than just using it like a gallery, you know? No, exactly. Yeah, it was like showing people, like I've learned from YouTube and I've learned with, like, with people telling me some stuff. So... I don't like this old mentality of like not sharing your skills, not sharing your mm. your, your your tricks, you know. So YouTube was really to, to share and 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 make people appreciate, you know, like the 
the the the, the side of the, the artist, like the, the personality, yeah. instead of just the art. Mm. It was like showing a bit of me, which I think helped. This is why social media, social media is good because you can see the people more. I mean, social media, that's, I'm talking weird. When people show their faces on social media, I think yeah. it's good because you 100%. see the person behind the work, like, and it just makes you, f for the, I think for the clients, it's kind of like reassuring. Do you know what I mean? Like, unless the person looks scary or whatever, but still, like, still they have a feeling of the person more than just the art. And sometimes when it's like the art match with the artist, it's comp completing the tattoo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's of like course. the art artists look alike, they live the art, they appreciate it. Mm. And I think doing this on social media just make clients want to book in. Maybe I talk shit, but I think showing yourself is a way for people to just well, to want, feel connected to be, with to you. Con yeah, to connect with yeah, them. Yeah, man. Know? That's exactly. what it's all about. At the end of the day, like, it's a permanent thing. You know, we're creating mm -hmm. these permanent pieces of art for people. And there's a lot of trust involved. And mm -hmm. I think if you can kind of show people, like, this old, outdated, like, closed doors, yeah. intimidating biker studio, mm -hmm. you know, like, tattooing is now in the mainstream. It's so yeah. popular. Yeah, exactly. And there's so many people, like, are putting trust in us. Mm -hmm. I think to show our, to show our, the side of us, I think, yeah. yeah, it kind of helps instill that trust in I don't know if you realise, but I think in this industry or like in actually in the world, everything has to be more real. Like the movies, the cameras, the sound, the music, everything becomes more clear. The video games, you know, now the video games look so real, mm. right? The tattoos back in the days were primitive, tribals, yeah, traditional, which is ignorant. And now it's like we have such good technology your tattoos have to be more intricate more refined so everything becomes more clear people have more like understanding of what it is you know what i mean like it's become way more real so instagram nice reels yeah it was instant noise like real they, they want like videos they don't want photos they want to see the person they want to see the action exactly. and i think this whole industry or the whole world is moving more to like like diving into a meta metaverse like they want to dive into reality it's reality it's, isn't it it's, re yeah. it's weird because it's not reality they want to dive into it's a fake reality it is a fake is reality re that's a, social media is, in its core is is, is this it's not a fake reality is is connection to is it's connecting themselves connecting ourselves with something that we can feel right now and not watching a photo like now you can like dive into something that you can see in 360 so it's like real, it's connection with a photo. Metaverse, technically, it's like a journal that's like, that you dive in, mm. do you know what I mean? That's what it is, that's why I see it. It's like a piece of art instead of having a wall, you have like a digital uh, copyright, do you know what I mean? Like the NFTs, all this stuff. So it's, everything becomes more real. Yeah. It all needs to be connected with these things. And I think that's the way that everything goes forward. Like movies, you can like interact, like on Netflix, interactive movie. I mean, yeah. everything goes into like you have you have to connect with things. This is yeah. what like Tesla wanted chip to be in the head. Yeah, so now it's you crazy. Just, like, connect. Do you know what I mean? It's like everything has to be like diving into like reality. And... Do you think that's where it's going then? Like where? Okay, where do, where's that going to take the where's that going to take the industry? Where's it going? You where know? touching is going? I don't know, man. It's like it's hard to know, but you can tell already. Like I was telling with some artists, I was telling them how post works on Instagram, for example, and one of the the girl was like posting like. For placement and she was doing really small tattoos and the work, the work didn't add many likes and i was like no people want to see the work in their face so you zoom in you show all the details people want to connect people want to dive into that that right. thing you know so thinking of this direction like the tattoos 
I don't know, man. I think it's going to be, you see, like NFTs, like Metaverse. I don't know. I have no idea where it's going to go, but it's going to be something way more real and more connect connectivity to it. It's like, it's diving into it. So I don't know. Like I can see some artists doing some tattoos, like an uh, animated motion and a tattoo on, on like 50 clients. Yeah. And that makes that to move. So I don't know, some mm. stuff like digital tattoos, some something that people are going to connect to it and then that kind of like 50 tattoos on 50 different people connect 50 people so it's like connectivity yeah i don't know there's hopefully so hopefully by us kind of doing this and that's another what i kind of wanted to try and achieve with the podcast you know mm. is 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 getting it out there to more people yeah exactly making it being like you say people diving into it making yeah, yeah. it more accessible exactly um yeah man i think this is where it's going to go it's going to go more into videos definitely i mean he already does right and the videos you know where it's going to is going to go to like the metaverse like you're going to be able to go and like, i have no idea i'm talking shit now but it might no, be, no, not to be in the metaverse and then your instagram page is going to be like a video page you just open the door in the metaverse boom video you're in there like 360 view you're going to be in a tattoo studio do you know what i mean like bro i'm excited it's something like that you're probably going to sit down in a chair in the metaverse put your arm there and you got a robot that's going to tattoo your real arm fuck that. do you know what i mean fuck <laughs> that. i don't know i'm trying that to think we're of, out like, of a job anyway no we might be able to like have the tattoo i have like a fake skin an arm and we're going to tattoo it, but the person, we're actually controlling the robot. From somewhere else. From somewhere else, do you know what I mean? That you, mate, so well, I, I mean, know, look man. at it, it's in hospitals now. They have robotic, exactly. Um, like ro exactly. robotic surgery, where exactly. the, the surgeon is, is on, like is on, is, 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 and is in another room. In Thailand, exactly, like, exactly, so same Maybe. tattooing. That was an cool. idea and it already exists. We you just know what tattooed mean? from <laughs> home on like an Xbox controller. Exactly, like, you know, exactly. It's like, imagine. it becomes like really TV to a game. Yeah, the fear That's where it's going, I'm telling you that, like. That's what it. are we going to tattoo to Mars? Pull it now, there's the I prediction. I want to be the first tattooist in Mars, man. Say it, I'm telling I'm you, Mars. man. <laughs> okay, that's it. Take yeah, that, that's, that's the prediction. That's where it's going. We're going to a different planet. Yeah. We're going to tattoo on, in Mars. Tattoo in space. Maybe first. in our lifetime. Who I knows? want to tattoo in space, in a hotel. You've seen the hotels in space? No. They're doing like in 2027, it's going to be the first space hotel. Right. So that's where tattooing is going. You're there. Yeah, man. Okay, space sweet. Hotel, you know? Get me on the guest list, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So, um, We're gonna do it together. Space yeah, that's space podcast, man. Space podcast, space you know? project. I like exactly. it. Exactly. That's where it's going. It's cool, man. I love <laughs> it. It's so good, bro. I want to know then if you were on in space right now. Yeah. What three items are you taking with you? That's it. You're Damn. You're three times to go to space. Yeah. Three. Only three. Is my girlfriend an item? She can or be. Or she can take three items with her. No, no, no. You can't. Tell me take... got six items. So she gets like, hey, three babe. as well. No, no. So three. You can take her. And, okay, I can take machine. her. Food is an item. I need food to survive. Yeah. No, you can have food. Food, food, oh, yeah. food and water is included. Okay. My and girlfriend. Shelter. Damn, bro. Like, I don't know. I mean, if I can have food, if I can have water, all that. Mm. And life's pretty sweet. My girlfriend's pretty chill. Probably my cat. Do you know what I Like, my mm. cat. Yeah, no, nice. I don't know if he deserves it. Bro, that's it. That's all <laughs> you need, is it? I don't know. Three items. Are you a I don't cat know. Man? If I have food and water and I can live happily, like, I don't need anyone else than my girlfriend. I think it's like chill, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'd, yeah, paper and pen. Do you know what I mean? Doing something I love. Yeah. With the people I love. That's it. And you can just sit and sketch the earth, you know? You can yeah, sketch my girlfriend, stand by, the, stand by earth, by the window, you know, like the hublot, just like draw my girlfriend. That's yeah, it. Yeah, man. See, that's great. That's, what would you What would you take? What would I take? Um, three items. It's two. It's, I mean, I'm going to have to take some sort of music. Yeah? That's you do music? 100%. I'm yeah. going to have to take something. 
Like, yeah. I, I, do you know what I mean? I mean, oh, yeah, what like I would say, I'd need to say, yeah, speaker or <laughs> Spotify or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, probably a tattoo machine or, or yeah. something to create, pen and paper, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like not being able to create would, would mm -hmm. kill me off. Yeah. Um, I'm into my cars. I, I would take, take a, a, 3D, a 3D printer. Okay. Or you can just print whatever <laughs> you want. want. That's clever. That's clever. That is clever. That's it. My girlfriend in 3D printer. Mm. I give away the third one, you know what I mean? I don't need yeah. nothing else. <laughs> I don't really know how to bring this back to earth now with the with the conversation, bro. It's like, I guess I kind of, let's talk, I don't even think we've spoken about your shop, man. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a good way of me kind of hearing your personality through through that and what you'd want to take with you, but well, here we are in, in uh, Sans Patry. Like, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. It's right, it's right. Um, you've not been here long, like, how did Five you... Months, yeah. How did it? How did this come about? And how did you? How did you get it to where it is right now? Help, um, a lot of help. I mean, I had the idea. So for me, it was I love tattooing, but I love a lot of other stuff, and I love doing like clothing. I love to design. And my my next goal is to design to like be a designer. So of a lot of soft stuff. So like lifestyle. I love jewelry. Yeah. I love clothing. Um, you know, all this sort of stuff. So like for me, when I started this merchandise, I was called San Patri. I had quite a lot of orders and I was doing all my self-packing, taking the emails. That was the name of the merch first? Yeah, exactly. You know? Ah, okay, fine. So then I was like, how am I going to do it all myself? Like it's so annoying, I need an assistant, but I was doing it from home, so I can't have someone coming every day. Like, yeah. like I need a warehouse or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, boom, studio, just get a studio so I can tattoo yeah, from there, have a space. So it's like, this is why it's like not tattoo shop. It's going to be like more than, yeah, more like a space. A, a space, yeah, that, that I can, you know, do all the projects and have my industry, my, my community with me. It's like, Yes, help like everyone that's been, you know, helping out with opening the studio is all friends. So it's a community center pretty much. You know, it's like we all do what we love, we all do it together and yeah, helping out each other. The space came like pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty quick because, you know, London is full of creatives. Everyone has something to bring to the table. Mm. So, Especially around here, like you're in your old street, aren't you? Like Shoreditch, this area is. I mean, London in general. Generally. You know, like everyone is creative. Everyone is self employed. Everyone works for themselves. Everyone is hungry. Everyone needs to work. So having a space that you can involve literally every single one. Yeah. It just went super quick. Like in two months, the studio was set up. It makes sense. You scratch. did it in two months, yeah. Yeah, literally. Like, I mean, so. Was it was it hard making that transition from where you were working? Because obviously, there's a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't take that step. It's uncomfortable. It's difficult to do. I needed my space. The first time that I was like tattooing here, it was really like not finished. You know what I mean? And and um, the 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 minute I was in, I was like, oh, this is it. Like this is the beginning. So yeah. it felt good. Like there's no. It was a bit scary, you know. Like I don't know to like start a proper business by myself, but the excitement of like doing something I love even more and like, you know, being an entrepreneur, it was like, yeah, it just feels like, it feels mm. like run up. It's like a life dream that people mm. wanted so hard. And I just, and you yeah, got it. I just, yeah, I had a problem. I was not happy where I was and I found a solution. Do you know what I mean? It's do you like, think, do you think you'll stay here? This is this, what's your plan for the I've studio? Got, I've got so many plans. The actual studio. What's I want to open some in France where I'm from because I travel there a lot to see my family. So opening something else there in Bordeaux. I would love to put something in America. There's so much possibilities, there's so much opportunities. Yeah. We see where it goes, you know what I mean? You can't really tell. Right now I'm going to start a merchandise, I'm going to start designing more, I want to do some jewelry. Yeah. 
I know get out new. get out of the tattoo industry I want to um, approach way more creative sides and something a bit more young minded mm. you know something yeah. a bit more fresh a bit fresh yeah um, so I want to bring these together and yeah there's like so much so much choices yeah I noticed that you've done you do a lot of collaborations I know is it your partner is does a lot of jewellery exactly you, I know you're doing a lot of some collaborations with P&Co yeah so how like how did that I've been modeling quite a, a bit from the beginning of my career so I put this together you know I mean like P&Co were asking me for like modeling a couple of times at the beginning and then we went to like a bit more times then they do the tattoo tour they were like hey, should we do it with your studio now and I was like for sure so we started they started their tour with mine and then because I was doing French prison tattoos I did a few events I was inviting other artists from like around Europe okay. to work in London so these came to me having a PR agent that I wanted to do the same events with like a sponsor yeah so then we did an event with 19 crimes that was sponsoring the event yeah I saw that yeah exactly so kind of all fits in with your with yeah your vibe just like it's just like hustling right it's like you, you love something how can I do it how can I do it with more people how can people be involved how can I share the love doing all that we're doing all together what we love I mean, yeah so. do you know what it's refreshing to hear it you know because I think there are some artists, not maybe not any of that I've kind of had on this show, but there's there are some artists which are kind of like they don't want to they don't want to get involved. They're staying it's like, in their place. Yeah, it's yeah. that it's that fear of competition. It's that fear, I and mean, that's yeah, yeah. not that's not how it works, you know. Like it doesn't, do you ever, doesn't help progress. Do, do what you love. If you want to be by yourself, like in a private studio, if you want to be by yourself out of the industry with your people, do what you love. As long as you're happy mm -hmm. and you don't you know you you're not being a dickhead. So good. I mean, I don't think people should all have the same mentality. Otherwise, you'll be boring if you're all the same. You know, like for me, I'm I'm sharing a lot of um, positivity and creativity. And if you don't understand something, if you like people are like, oh, why is this person like this? You're just stupid. If you don't understand something, just make you dumb. Yeah. You're just like literally saying, I don't understand that. So this person that say that will definitely be for me. And this is why we need to be all to, all different. You need like. Diversity, you know, this is what makes the world, this is what makes me a mixed race. So, mm. we need to be diverse. And for us to have an amazing space like this, we need the others that actually don't just, have, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I'm just strive to learn, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, man, like, yeah, and we need everything, we need everything to make a world, you know. So, 100%, that's exactly. what makes the world go around, you know. Yeah, exactly. How, how do you, I want to know really, how, like, because I suffer with it a bit, how do you deal with criticism? Really bad, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if someone said like, "Oh no, it's fine," I'll listen to him. Like, you're. I kind of want to think you're lying, or you're really strong to it, and it really like you. They get it, and they just go away with it. But no, I don't know. I hate it because I'm so judgmental. Like I've criticized my work on so yourself, hard, on same. myself, I'm so hard myself. That if someone says something. I'm doubting. I'm already doubting. It doesn't look like I'm doubting, but I doubt all the time. This is why I work so hard. This is why I never give up. This is why I'm, I'm pushing the limit because I'm doubting. So I need to work hard. Yeah. So if in this process of hard working and self doubt, I receive criticism, it's like ah, yeah, it's, it's not, killing me. You know, it's yeah. killing me. But it's like know, I'm already criticizing myself enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But you know what? Like, are you ever true? Most like of the time, those people that criticize, yeah, they, what the what the fuck do they know? You know, mm. like what the fuck do they know? They know nothing. So, if the critique was from someone uh, close to me and it was constructive, if the criticism is constructive, then I listen. Yeah. But when it's just bullshit, it hurts. But I go away. I go. Um, 
it comes out of my mind because it's like, do you know what I mean? Just people don't, you look at these people, it's online, com online comments. Is, is the it's always never to your face. Exactly, you know, and then people have no following. They're like fake accounts almost, like just there to like talk shit. So it hurts, but then you just kind of like go away with it. Like I'd rip, I posted a snake recently that got like 2,000 like every day. So now it's like probably like 24,000 in a week, which is pretty insane. I didn't even like the tattoo myself, right? I posted it because I needed like a little banger between the bangers, like posting okay. something, you know. Posted it, blew up like more of my of a tattoo. So I was like, jams, like it makes me feel good about it. Someone commented, "This did this guy ever saw a snake?" <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Where's this comment?" Well, clearly everyone likes it. So what's wrong with this person? And you go on the profile, it's like nothing private. I'm like, you know, actually, I don't. I was gonna go diving into like, who's, yeah, yeah, who's this yeah, person? Like, yeah. and I got angry, and I'm like, oh, actually, you know what? People liked it a lot more than usually. I don't care. Like, and also, it's not a realism snake. So, like, yeah, I've saw snakes. Like, who cares? And even even if I didn't see a snake, so you see, like, those those, those comments are not constructive. Yeah. So criticism is important to progress, but when it's like comments and shit like that and hate. It hurts, but mm. then you kind of have to forget about it. I think it takes a certain type of like strength, mental strength and resilience to be able to yeah. bat it off and say, you know, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what I mean? Well, have you got what advice would you give to someone who maybe struggles with that? You know, it's hard, man. Like especially a mental problem like that. I think it's, for me, it's like a mental problem because when you self doubt, when you have like a lot of uh, the hard time to accept and love what you do, is I think the advice would be just it's hard it'll be surround yourself I would say surround yourself with people that appreciate you that appreciate what you do but so push you as well yeah but if they love what you do they'll push you you know mm. the love will push you and then it will be like surrounding yourself with positivity so the doubt will, will will decrease you know like I think if you surround yourself with like people that just push you down that comment badly you know, it's it's not really healthy. So you don't have to be the best, you know. And these people, and if you don't get better, and these people criticize you, just get out of it. Like, don't mm. stay around negativity. I think it's there's nothing worse than getting this like loop of, yeah, of criticism. You know, so like, just get out of it. Do your thing. Just find a healthy environment because for sure, doubting yourself is already like a bubble of like negativity. So. 100 percent i would i'd say i was quite spiritual in the fact that like i do believe that you get out what you put in and mm. and and the more negative energy that you kind of feed into the universe the more you get it back exactly you know? exactly you can keep that positive outset which is hard yeah yeah it's one of the most difficult things i think mm -hmm. i find in life is yeah is keeping positive about stuff when life tries to get you down yeah. but it does it comes back yeah it's a positive trait like for me is i've always been quite positive i'm always like happy smiling and I feel down, but if I'm surrounded with people that are like happy as well, it's like, okay, at least, mm. do you know what I mean? I feel good. Um, to try to motivate yourself by yourself, like, do you know what I mean? It's quite hard. So yeah. like, of course you're gonna doubt, like my girlfriend, for example, she works by herself, she does jewelry, you know? So like, she doesn't have to, to work with other people that like put her down, but at the same time to elevate yourself by yourself is quite hard. So there's like a lot of different levels in life that if you, if you doubt yourself, there's a lot of different ways to like level up, but elevate yourself. But it's 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 a hard topic. I think, I think your surrounding is the most Sur important. Yeah, surround yeah, surround yourself surround with yourself positivity, because it doesn't come always from you. You know, like it has to be, you know, a healthy mind. You like need I, help. I started working out, and then just that's one thing I'd say. 
one thing I would say to someone that's negative is like, here's your lifestyle positive. Here's your lifestyle healthy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Are you eating right? Are you getting enough sleep? Yeah, are you exercise, going to the gym? Exercise. Do you like make your body? Are you happy with yourself? Like, do you have anything you could change like around you? Like that will make you enjoy life more. Yeah. Do it. Travel. Exercise. Eat well. This little, these three things are like life changing. Yeah. And you can hear everyone on YouTube. You can hear everyone on Instagram. You can hear every single person talking about it. Some people will still don't do it. Mm. You can tell them what to do. They will still not do it. So that's the advice. Try it. Try to be healthy because it will it will be good. I was the least healthy person three years ago. Like, yeah. but like I met my girlfriend and she really helped me out with like just having like the good lifestyle. You know, like yeah, just a perspective, like a change of perspective. Yeah, exactly. You know, like just once things go well, you understand how it works. You know, so you like the ball is rolling and you're like, oh wow, I'm gonna exercise now. You feel better. You feel connected, and your brain works instantly the body and the mind is connected so true. so you would feel the difference with your doubts and if you start working out you see clearly yeah you know i mean it's not like me I, I find it hard to meditate but when i work out it's my meditation mm. it's that second? time apart but it's so like so many people go like the the number one excuse when you say this is mm -hmm. that oh, i haven't got time you know i've got time for oh, exercise no, yeah, i have to go to, to exercise before work it's like it's probably one of the most important things that you can do so like make the time yeah, sleep yeah. a little bit yeah. less or sleep quicker yeah exactly get up a bit earlier exactly do you know what i mean make your time exactly. a bit more efficient and exactly. give yourself that hour a and day it's, it's not even that much because when i say working out it was like 15 minutes in the morning Stretches at the beginning just to make me feel better because my back hurt because of tattooing. Yeah. Stretches, feel connected with your body. Then you feel like mm, maybe I should push a little bit. So like you do push-ups, abs. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's the movement. Getting into this routine of like five minutes, become 10 minutes, become half an hour, become I'm going to the gym for an hour and a half at the end, you know, and it's like, yeah. boom, I feel good. And then you love it. Then you kind of... Oh, you, f you just like it. The ball is rolling. The, the positivity is rolling. Yeah. Like you need these. Because when I don't do it now, I can really feel like I'm down. You know, For I feel sure. Like, mm, like your body hurts and you come out of the gym, you're like, yeah, boom, right, I'm going to yeah, start right, my you day. You've got a pump on and you're yeah, feeling exactly, like, you know, it's like, like, and I can tackle the day now. Like, exactly. I, I know the number one thing I'd recommend to people is do it in the morning. Yeah, yeah, in like, the morning. Don't sure. leave, because if you For leave sure. that stuff to after work, you won't yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. You'll exactly. never, ever, ever, ever go and you always exactly. tell yourself you will. Exactly. And even now, I'm like, because you don't need much. Like, people think you need to work out for an hour. Literally 20 minutes every morning. Mm. It just makes you feel good. You know, it's like your mindset. Then you go to shower, feel good, breakfast, yeah. bam, out. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't even eat in the morning. But after workout, I feel like I need it. Yeah. So this you should is do like it a, faster this anyway. Is, yeah. And this is like a way to actually make everything better. When you start working out, then you don't want to feel bad. So you stop drinking, stop smoking. Do you know what I mean? It's like the ball yeah. is rolling and all the problems you had start disappearing because you kind of go to this path of like yeah good mindset and i think yeah if you have any issues in yourself it's like try something healthy try to go to the right path you know like yeah. it's easy to be like perverted it's easy to sin you know it's easy to like be tempted but yeah try hard and i think with our job the good thing is is for me the the the, the positivity out of the problem was mm. like my back hurt it so hard when i started doing and I was I was drinking, I was taking drugs, I was like the hell, the less healthy person in the world. But then tattooing was like, dude, if I want to survive and then keep doing this for young, long more years, yeah, I need to work out. And this workout just brought my life to like to peace, but like crazy. Now I have my studio, I work out in the morning, I go to the studio, I do everything and and it's like it's just a ball rolling, do you know what I mean? It's like it's it's you need to start somewhere. Yeah. And um yeah, I think I think exercise would be like 
Yeah, it's cool. Well, you're start. looking good, bro. You're looking good. You're obviously, you know, thanks, man. Thanks. you're on the right path. So keep it going. <laughs> do you still skate? You know, you mentioned the skating. Nah, nah, nah. It's tough. Um, I do sometimes, like in summer, but London is not the best city for it. So yeah. When do you know what? I used to skate as well, and like for me now, the biggest fear is you're raised yeah money makers man that's <laughs> it break the money makers, you i can't i can't afford I to be taking the time off now. i know i know i know yeah that's the thing that's, that's the thing lockdown was crazy right I'm moving like three months and like with the bookings and it was like such a mess so yeah yeah no the money makers if you break them it's really scary and i don't want to fucking wear like that's it. And, you know what it's like isn't it? when you're younger and like you're a bit more fearless you actually exactly. like the chances of getting hurt are, are lower when you're yeah. fearless yeah, yeah exactly. almost because you're like, the more yeah. you're like worrying like when you're only like dropping in it's like whoa exactly. you know what i mean and kind exactly. of like jump going up for rails and stuff it's yeah, like yeah. if you hurt yourself yeah, yeah. It's you're done. done yeah exactly wow. it's, it's definitely a risk but um i would take it if i could skate because it's like all my life, so I would definitely take it, but I, I don't know. London uh, is not, uh, I'm from the South, you know, I'm from the South of France, mm. like French California. You cruise everywhere. Yeah. The city is made for skateboard almost. So like London is Rounded. pavements, rough, it's raining. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gone the long, the long, like the young time of like barbecue and beers by the, by the yeah. skate park. It's like, that's, that's, that's not a thing. Yeah, exactly. little, out of London it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every time I travel outside London, I kind of skate actually. If I go to France, Switzerland, mm. Australia, America, I skate a lot over there, but yeah. in London, I'm just, yeah. London, to be honest, I work a lot. It's kind of my place to work. And then when I have time off, I just go away. Yeah. That's what I mean. So what I wanted to know really f for the podcast is like, do are you traveling around? Maybe can people catch you? not here are you doing any guest spots nah, are you doing any, co any conventions or anything coming up no and i hate conventions i hate always hated do you why industry stuff i like to do my stuff with my people i don't like to be involved with haters i want to be away from this criticism as you say like these critics and this negativity yeah i just want to i, I know it's coming or well, i know it could be there so i prefer to be out of it fine tell me so keep the i used to guess i used to travel a lot like the, the year before covid i did 32 flights Okay. I was traveling. I did a world. I did twice two world tour. I was like traveling from Australia to LA, um, New Zealand, New York, Switzerland, in Europe, like Sweden. Um, so I love traveling. But now with the studio, I'm gonna be in London for for a while. Fine. And every time I got a time off, I'm gonna just chill, cool, like, relax. You know. So so for customers, hard. you're probably a difficult man to get hold of. Where I mean, you... I'm booked up already for years. So like, it's okay. gonna be my books are closed anyway. But people travel. Do you know what I mean? Like. The tattoos that I'm offering are not the cheapest, so if you can afford getting tattooed, you can afford. It's horrible to say, but you can afford to come here. Mm. I you have to wait six months, probably a year. Yeah, time to save. I, say, I, I do. I get people kind of because I'm just outside London at the moment. Whether yeah. I'll be outside London and f for for a lot longer, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but. I get people kind of saying, oh, where are you? And mm -hmm. and it's like, some people don't want to make the journey. And I'm thinking yeah. like, it's 40 minutes on the train. Yeah. Uh, if they want it bad enough, they'll, they'll mm -hmm. come, you know, they'll pay the money and they'll yeah. travel. So that's, it kind of sorts, sorts yeah. the, the, the people who really I mean, want the, it out, you know? I don't know how easy it is to access where you are in Guildford, but um, the good thing of London is that everyone, it's kind of like a, most of my clients are not from London. Yeah. Like 70% of my clients are not from London. And the good part for you to open something here is that people enjoy coming to visit. Mm. They're coming for tattoos, like a tattoo tour, like tourism. They come to get tattooed, stay for three days, That's it. get tattooed. And visit. there's a lot going on. For exactly. Sure. You know what I mean, so it would definitely be good for you if, if people don't want to go to Guildford because it might be hard to access and you have to research more when London is like flight from whatever, like Berlin. That's it. Directly to London, Airbnb. Yeah, be sorted. So 
definitely helps to be in a big city. Yeah, watch this space, mate. I'm, uh, I've yeah, got, man, I've got, I'm, I've got I'm, I'm wedding, I'm wedding. I'm excited, it's going to be good. Sure. Um, yeah, man, that's, that is cool, bro. Like, I guess I want to kind of wrap this up and what That's I want to know really from you, maybe a little deep one is like, how do you want to be remembered? Whether that's personally or in your career? I don't know. I always think I just want to live an impact. I find myself impossible. I don't find a way to be immortal. Like everyone wants to be immortal. I think the best way is to share knowledge. Just like, I just want people to remember what I've taught them and the legacy to get to 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 keep growing you know what i mean so i don't want to give a i don't want to leave a massive impact i'm not like i don't have a good trip you know so i just want to teach people i don't want to help people I just yeah. want to be remembered as as someone uncle you know what i mean as someone father i just want to be the father of like a legacy i just want to i think legacy is the way to be immortal you know it's like you 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 helped you created you you influence people like i mean like we look at so much reference from back in the day so i hope that all my work would be looked at as you know some yeah some references you know so yeah. i think it already does so it's like keep working there's this guy um uh can't remember who said it but uh posted on instagram a text about a journalist that talked about picasso that picasso did more than 10,000 pieces of art, right? Yeah. Only 100 of them are actually... Uh, yeah, that he's remembered for. Yeah, exactly, you know. So I just want to work so hard and leave so much references, so much, like, influence mm. that, you know, is going to stay there forever. That yeah. is 10,000 and only 100, but I want to put out there as much work as possible. Yeah. And, and even in a physical format, we are literally... Yeah, this is how, I want to create many, How many people are there out and about walking around with your work on, you know? It's the exactly. same with me. And I always think, I find that crazy, you know? Over the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're leaving a legacy. This is why I want to so... design a lot of stuff. Like, this is why I want to do jewelry because jewelry is like eternal, you know? It's like, it's that's going to go on people. That's never going to die, you know? So, mm. tattoos dies with the person, right? So, clothing could be sustainable. Jewelry could be sustainable. So, I want to, I want to design more than just tattoos. Do you know I mean? Something that people could have for the rest of eternity almost, you know what I mean? Like, and, and passed on and passed on and passed on. So, yeah, I, def I definitely want to be remembered through my art and my creations. And I think this is what, like, makes me want to work. This is why I want kids. I want, uh, this is why I want apprentices. This is yeah. why I want to give away, like, so when I die, I can see what I created hmm. and I can, I know it's going to be passed on. Yeah. I think that's that's my way of immort immortality. Yeah. It's a way to know that when I die, it's like I've created something. I was thinking like before I was, for like a couple of years, I was scared of dying in planes. And I feel so much better because I've achieved quite a lot in the last two years. Yeah. So I know if even like, if I die now, I've left a little legacy. Are you scared of dying? No, no I, I mean, everyone, I, I would be, I'll be, I would have a fear that I haven't done or accomplished anything. It's yeah. kind of a formal. This that's is formal that's what it is. Yeah, it's so true. It's like not yeah. the actual dying. Yeah, yeah. For me, the fear because like we're all gonna die. Like, so there's no point. Mean? No point being scared of it. We're all gonna die. Yeah. But yeah. The, the fear of it more is yeah. It's people leaving people behind with nothing. Like I need to make sure that people are sorted, hooked up. I want everyone that I loved are happy when I'm gone. Do yeah. You know what I mean, I want a legacy. I want to like, yeah. And not I, wasting our time. I don't want to waste my time. You know. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, wasting time is 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 um is a, is a figure of speech, I think, because we waste a lot of time. Mm. But I just want to, I want to use it smartly. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I kind of want to waste time. I kind of want to chill by the pool and waste some time. Just yeah, but that's not a waste. Enjoying. 
Yeah, exactly. This is not speech, not always, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, because like you want to chill sometime, you want to relax. We should say wasting time. So yeah, I'll say yeah. Like we want to definitely leave some legacy. You know, like we want to use our time smartly. Wisely. I don't want to work hard. I want to work smart. I want to be able to chill, but also create and give things away. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And keep that hustle going. Exactly. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Exactly. Yeah, bro. Yeah, sweet. It's been good, man. I really enjoyed the chat, bro. 